it's in the word prayer. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we're thankful for the opportunity to gather in your house today for the Lord and thankful for the service that we provided today, earlier this morning, and, and celebrate these young people that have chosen to answer your call, dear Lord. Yes. That, we are, that they have ex accept the immersion into eternal life, dear Lord. We're thankful for the opportunity wants to, to serve you, but also to serve these as they grow in the fellowship with you, dear Lord. And we all grow in our fellowship with you, that we are able to be the beacon, the light that we need to be for each and every soul that does not, that does not know you today, dear Lord. Please bless this service and, and the opportunity to serve you. Which your sons on them pray. Amen. Amen. You can be seated. Continue to celebrate. Look at page 112. 112. Uh, look to page 199. This is a, this is a good song here. 
fingers got to be getting real tired. Chris is getting a big breath. <laughs> Great job playing. Hey. Great job. Hey, why didn't you say, uh, sing 86? 86. Sure. We'll try. They have some bass and tenor lead on this one right here for sure.
Somebody was made to be a plumber. But I'm glad that you and I are made to serve the Lord, regardless of what our occupation is uh, today. That's what He created us for. He created each and every one of us that we might serve Him. And uh, as the uh, Brother Dustin preached uh, the other day in revival, hell was not uh, made for you and I today, but it was made for the devil and his angels. And Anybody that goes there will go as an intruder. But uh, I love each one of you uh, this morning. Here in just a few minutes, uh, those of you that are not familiar with how uh, that we do things here at Liberty Hill with the baptizing, uh, we're going to have the ones that were baptized in a few minutes to come and sit on this front bench. And uh, we will uh, read to them the church covenant that we have displayed here on the wall and uh, I gave each one of them the church gave them uh, a Baptist manual that also has the 18 articles of faith and, uh, and, and they can read that encourage you to read that and study that and you find out uh, because I know there's a lot of things that, it, that, that we don't know we're all still learning those that's been saved a long time are still learning and uh, but I want to encourage you to study and, and find out we don't take our uh, denomination just because we say we're Baptist and we think that's a good thing to be uh, but we we have the Word of God that backs it up and the good thing about that Baptist manual is when you read the 18 articles of faith it will give you the scripture uh, where each article is backed up by the Word of God so it's not just a bunch of words that's wrote down there but uh, I appreciate the message this morning. Brother Ricky did a wonderful job uh, in preaching the, uh, the message this morning. I have a little bit of scripture that I'd like to read if you're here, and uh, this will be more of just a devotion. But uh, I do want to read it and, uh, as, a, as a way of encouragement to you, and, uh, and then we will go uh, uh, further with the service. 
But in the 12th uh, chapter of Isaiah, if you have your Bibles and would like to turn there to the 12th chapter of Isaiah, uh, I want to read some very familiar scriptures here. Uh, the 12th chapter is a short chapter. And uh, also I want to say it's good to see the puppets back with us. They've been on a cruise yeah. and it's good to see them back with us. Yeah. Let's pray for Sister Sarah. Um, um, they're down with the COVID. Her and Wayne have got the COVID. So let's keep them in our prayers. And uh, let's pray for uh, Sister Nail and Brother Robert. They're not doing very well. And continue to pray for Brother Don. I think Brother Don's doing better to the point that I think he's back to making phone calls again. So that's great. He's doing what he loves to do. So uh, we didn't see him the other day and he's doing better. In the 12th, uh, 12th chapter of Isaiah, it said, And in that day thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee, though thou wast angry with me. Thine anger is turned away, and thou comfortest me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also is become my salvation. Therefore, with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day shall you say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his doings among the people, make mention that his name is exalted. And I believe I'll stop reading uh, right there, but as we read this scripture and we look, uh, 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 this was during the time that uh, uh, the, the people of Zion and Jerusalem who God had protected uh, uh, from the evils of Sennacherib. And, and, and one of the commentators said, these people should have more reason than anybody to praise and lift up his name and to praise God. But what I want uh, dwell on here for just a few minutes is this third verse that says, Therefore with joy shall you draw waters out of the wells of salvation. And I'd like for us to think just for a few minutes on still drinking water from the well. There's a gospel song, I uh, hadn't heard it in a long time, but I think it mentions that, still drinking water from the well. Now we know uh, a lot of times when we uh, I think about uh, a well, and I appreciate Brother Michael and his pictures that he brought back from the Holy Lands, and for the past few months he's been showing us those pictures and describing uh, what's there. And one thing that I came to realize that I really didn't know uh, that much about was uh, water being such a precious commodity over there, and how that uh, how that uh, a well or water back in the Old Testament and even up till now uh, is a precious commodity. And not only over in the Holy Lands, but believe it or not, right here in the United States of America, we don't experience it much here in this part of the South, but a lot of people here in the United States uh, have a problem with water. You see, it's, uh, out in California and some of the Western states, uh, 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 water is a precious commodity, but uh, here, uh, we begin to look, and I want us to think about uh, uh, this well of salvation today, and, and going back to the well, I, a lot of times I, I think about after you've been born again, uh, we realize, and the Bible teaches us, it talks about 
rivers of water. And it talks about waters coming from the throne of God. Amen. Uh, all of these things and all of this is referring to what he's, the writer here is referring to about the wells of salvation today. And they, I never run dry. I've thought about you younger folks that are here uh, today. Uh, you probably don't know anything different than just going up uh, to a faucet and turning on uh, the cold or turning on the hot and water coming out at your demand. Uh, but there was a time, and I feel like there's some people in our congregation today uh, that probably lived during a time uh, where you had to go to a well uh, to get water. People didn't have indoor plumbing, didn't have water pumped into the house, uh, but they had to go to, to the well to get water. And so I uh, realizing the need uh, today that we have uh, for water, it, it sustains our livestock, it sustains our plants. You have a garden, you don't get any rain, and you don't have any way to water it, you'll watch it dry up and wither today. And I'm afraid in our spiritual life, how today, if we don't tap into the well of salvation, every now and then, I'll go back and clean it out and tap into it. I will begin to look like we're drying up today. But I'm glad that I've got a place that I can go and tap into that well of living water today. I thought about this. I, I looked down there at my pond I, I, the other day, and it looks bad. I, even with the rain we've had, I, it's pretty low. I, and you can imagine what it looks like I, after the cows have gone down there I, and bathed and used the bathroom in. I, and I wouldn't even I'll put my hands in that water and I'd be a little bit leery about any, any fish I, how they come out of it. I, I, but if you've been born again today, I, I'm going to tell you there's a well I, of salvation today, amen. It's pure and clear water. I believe John said when he was on the Isle of Patmos, he showed me a pure river of life. I'm flowing from the throne of God, clear as crystal today, amen. Amen. So he talks about here, amen. Therefore, with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. When you hear folks testify around here, and you hear see folks' tears falling out of their eyes, and they begin to talk about how good God's been to them, I can guarantee you one thing. They've been to the well of salvation, and they've been regular. Today, there's no point in anybody thirsting to death in this land that we live. Moses said he found him in a desert land, in a waste howling wilderness. I'm going to tell you, when he saved my soul, he brought me out of a dry, bitter land. And he put some moisture in me today. And I have access to go and drink of the water of life freely today. Amen. Amen. It's coming to the wells of salvation and still drinking water from the well. Now, I know not everybody had good wells. It was something back in the day. If you lived on a farm or you had a place that had a good well, uh, that was something to really be thankful for. If it always had water in it, even during the dry times, and the water was good to drink, it wasn't bitter, uh, and you, you, were, you were glad of that. You were happy of that. But not everybody had good wells. Some people's wells in dry weather, how they dry up. And uh, some people's wells, like uh, where Belinda grew up over there, how uh, that water had a lot of iron and sulfur in it. Uh, uh, it was drinkable, but it sure didn't look good in the bathtub. 
But I'll tell you this today. This water of life that comes from Jesus Christ, from the throne of God, it'll replace you. It'll give you, I'll put some goji in your step today, and it'll give you a reason for living. Amen. Amen. Drinking with joy. Taking the waters out of the wells of salvation today. Now let me read what he said when he went on. He said, in that day, this is all talking about Christ being that. This is all pointing to Jesus. Said, in that day, shall you say, praise the Lord. Call upon his name. Declare his doings among the people. Make mention that his name is exalted. Amen. I'm going to tell you something. If the church today don't declare his doings, amen. If the church today don't exalt the Lord Jesus Christ, the world's not going to do it for us. They don't have the capability of doing it. This comes through the channels of the church today. Uh, so I believe if we'll go to the well every now and then, every so often when we get dry, amen, if we'll go back to that well of salvation uh, and get us a drink uh, and get refreshed, uh, it'll make us want to go out and tell somebody about it today and exalt Jesus Christ today. I tell you, I, I, when I got saved, amen, I, I wanted somebody else uh, to have what I've got. Uh, amen. Uh, you young folks uh, that just recently got saved uh, and got baptized today, uh, I want to encourage you, amen. Uh, I'll stay close to that well. Uh, I drink regularly of it. Uh, and when the trials and tribulations uh, and the cares of this world, uh, I begin to clog it up. I keep it cleaned up and clean it off where the water can flow freely. And if you'll do that, you'll be a light to a lost and a dying world today. Amen. Amen. When you see folks today, amen, they're just happy, joyful, amen. I'm talking about even in spite of trouble and trials and tribulations, They've got joy in their life. Amen. I believe that they spend a lot of time at the well. I really do. I remember Jesus one time coming down and sitting down in the well. The Bible said he was weary. He was tired. And he come down there to Samaria and he sat down at the well. Amen. I want you to understand that him being in the, in the flesh, amen, uh, he thirsty just like you and I do today. Amen. And there was a woman come down there, amen? And uh, you know the story how it, uh, uh, she began to talk to him, him to her, and she was surprised <coughs> because her being a, him being a Jew and her being a Samaritan, that he was even having anything to do with her. Uh, but they got to talking about the well there. And she tried to convince him and told him the importance of Jacob's well. She said, this was our father Jacob's well. And he drank here. And his children drank here. And his cattle drank here. In other words, she was telling the master what that well was all about. Like he didn't know. But Jesus, I looked at her. And he began to explain to her what a true well really was. Amen. I'm sure that was a good well. And it had furnished water for many, many years. But he said, if you had asked, I'd give you living water that you'd never thirst again. Amen. I'm going to tell you something today. This water that he gives 
is pure living water. And if you don't have it today, if you don't have it, you're just going to dry up, burst away in a barren land. Brother Wayne, as pretty as this earth is, when we look around at the mountains, the trees, the ocean, as pretty as it is, it's just a waste out in the wilderness. Its destination is to burn with fervent heat. God said that even the elements of this earth will burn. I'm going to tell you something about There's a fountain. There is a fountain. Woe from the throne of God. I love that song where the dying thief rejoiced to see that fountain in his day. Amen. So today I want to encourage you. It's been a while since you've been to the wedding. You know what's wrong today with a lot of folks? I've often wondered why are some folks excited about their salvation? Some ain't. I've often wondered that. And then I started looking at myself, and I remember a time in my life where I just wasn't real excited about it. If I was excited about it, I wasn't excited enough to go around and tell others about it because yeah. I was so backslid and out of fellowship with God. God. And the promiseful problem was that I had not been to the well in a while. I had what it took to get to heaven. I had what it took to miss hell. But I didn't have that joy Bless that in my heart. Amen. And I went back to the well one time. <laughs> Amen. And he gave me water. And he replenished and he refreshed me. You know, this time of year, those of us that work outside, it don't take long to work with the first. It don't take long at all. And, uh, and I realized that they keep bottled water over at the farm and we'll go over there and we'll grab us some of that and it's cold in the refrigerator and I'll do what you're not supposed to do. I'll turn it up and I'll just chug a lug. And a lot of times I'll just suck it till the bottle, bottle just goes dry and then I'll have a bellyache there a little bit afterwards. But it's so refreshing uh, to do that. It replenishes that that I'm thirsty for. Uh, but just in a little while, I get thirsty again. And I'm glad there's more than one bottle of water, water in that refrigerator today. Let me tell you, if we go down this life, down this road, you and I are going to get thirsty. The way is weary. Amen. We're pilgrims and we're strangers here. Uh, this is not a permanent home for those of us that know the Lord. But we're looking for a city whose builder and maker is God. And on that journey, we need some nourishment along yes. the way. We need to be fed with spiritual food. I come to church not because I like to put on dress clothes, but because I need to be fed Amen. by the Spirit of God. And when I get over here, Brother Wayne, and y'all commence to singing, amen, and folks commence to testifying, I start being fed. And that need that's in my life, I start being fed, amen. I'm going to the well and drinking that water of salvation. He said to go and get it joyfully uh, today. Amen. And you can have it. Let me read another verse of Scripture, and I'll, I'll wrap her up here. He said over in Revelation, he said that uh, John said, He shewed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. And, and in one place, it talks about Isaac over there, and the Bible teaches us that the Philistines had stopped up their wells, had poured dirt in them, and 
I closed them up. And it said, And Isaac digged again the wells of water, which he had digged in the days of Abraham his father, for the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham. I'm going to tell you today, the devil will try his best to stop up your well today. He'll try his best to cut off that water from you. He can't, he can't do it only if we allow him to do it today. But I want to encourage you, if it's been a while, see, I'm talking about since you've really gone back to the well of salvation today and gone back and partaken of that water, that pure <coughs> water of life that comes from the throne of God, that I want to encourage you today. It's time to go back. It's time. It'll, 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 it'll put a testimony in you. It'll make you want to tell people what you got, and it'll make you want to see other people have what you got. They come give us a song. Amen. If everybody is standing, we're going to ask Brother Wayne if he'll uh, lead us in a song, and then we'll go further. 379.
before baptized. It was a great service. We're all, the worst thing we can do right now is get satisfied uh, with this and say, well, we're right where we need to be. How about we're not? We still got lost children. We still got children under the sound of the gospel. We got grown-ups whose hearts are hard in our congregation. We need to not get satisfied. We need to be like Sister Lane. We need to still be friend. And we still need a burden for the church today. And for the lost around about us. We need a burden for this community. We do this morning. Now, I'm, you think, well, you're getting on this morning, Peter. I'm not I'm getting on to me this morning. We need to not be satisfied. Not at all. church covenant which is displayed here on the wall 
And uh, it's not only good for these that uh, have just uh, come to join the church by baptism, but it's good for each and every one of us yes. here. We've got a lot of we've got a lot of new members uh, here that may have come from a church that may have not had this covenant. So uh, it's good for I trust that at some time or another you've read uh, read over this, but uh, we're going to read it in your hearing, and uh, just as a reminder of uh, what we believe uh, as missionary Baptists. And uh, I, don't, I think not only missionary Baptists believe this, but that's what we believe, and there's other denominations also that believe this. But it says, having been led as we believe by the Spirit of God to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior, and on the profession of our faith, having been baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, we do now in the presence of God, angels, and this assembly most solemnly and joyfully enter into covenant with one another as one body in Christ. I appreciate uh, what Brother Ricky brought out in the message this morning that water baptism has nothing to do uh, with salvation today. If, that, uh, if it did, uh, everybody and their brother would be going to get ducked under water. But uh, we, as we have baptizing, and in my life I had to find this out the hard way, that, uh, that salvation is prerequisite to baptism. And, and, and when we get saved, we are washed, we are spiritually washed from our sins, and we become, the Bible teaches us, we become a new creature in Christ. When we go to the river and we baptize, we do that as an open show to everybody that we've been washed from our sins and that we come up anew in Christ. And so uh, this is just a, uh, a, a lot. I know there's a lot of folks today that say if you're not water baptized that you're not going to heaven. That's a lie of the devil uh, today. I know a man, one time I read about that hung on the cross beside Jesus Christ. And the Bible teaches us that right before he died, uh, he asked Jesus when he got to his kingdom to remember him. Jesus told him, this day thou shalt be with me in paradise. He didn't read anywhere where they brought him down off the cross and water baptized him. So I believe that from the time the and I told some of these when they got saved, from the point they got saved, whether they lived long enough to go to the river and be baptized, they were still going to glory land because Amen. of what happened to them in their heart. Amen. So basically this first paragraph is just uh, telling us that we are coming in unity with one another. This is the church to love one another and to walk in faith with one another. It goes on to say, we engage therefore by the aid of the Holy Spirit to walk together in Christian love, to strive for the advancement of this church. Now I'm going to tell you, uh, this church is not set here as a money-making organization. It's not. You can't outgive God. The Bible said that He owns the cattle of a thousand hills. Amen. But we do believe that it's our duty as members of the church to do our best to try to support the church any way that we can. Amen. And that's not just monetary ways, but it's maybe ways that we can lend a hand. We know how to do something over here at the church that somebody else don't know how to do. 
and we'll lend a hand to help do that. And, and, and to, for the advancement, not only of this church, but of, of the church, of the, of, of the church of the living God. Amen. And we want to do our best uh, in that. Engage, therefore, by the aid of the Holy Spirit to walk together in Christian love to strive for the investment of this church in knowledge, holiness, comfort, to promote its prosperity and spirituality. Amen. It'd be one thing if we had the most beautiful building in the country here at Liberty Hill, but we didn't have any spirit. All we'd have is a pretty building. But to maintain and sustain its spirituality today, that is so important today. I don't know about y'all, but I've been in some services before that uh, was not a better way to put it. Brother Benny, they were just graveyard dead. Just graveyard dead. And it was, might have been a pretty church building. Maybe the organ, the piano sounded pretty, but the service was just graveyard dead. I'm going to tell you today, it's our, it's our responsibility as the church to promote and sustain spirituality today and to lift up Jesus. And sometimes that starts with me. Sometimes that starts with you. Amen. But to come and to do... Have you ever been in a service and it just wasn't quite getting off the ground and, uh, and uh, dragging on there a little bit and all of a sudden somebody in the congregation got up and just did what God would have them to do and before you knew it, the Holy Spirit just fell in that time. That's our job is to promote the spirituality in the church. Now, we can't make the Spirit. The Spirit is of the Lord. But all we can do is pray it down and do our job to try to lift it up as high as we can lift it. When something needs done around the church, around the building, those of you know, anybody that lives in a house or mobile home realizes there's continual work to be done, something to be done all the time to keep it up. It's our duty as church members to be willing to help to make this all be the most beautiful place around. And I believe it is. I believe it is. But the beauty of it really is, is when God's people come together inside. <clears throat> to sustain its worship, ordinances, discipline, and doctrines. Amen. To make sure we're staying with the doctrine of Jesus Christ. Sometimes it's easy in this world that we live in today to get to chasing rabbits. And we'll go this direction and we'll go that direction. Let's make sure that what we're doing is staying within thus saith the Word of God. That's important today. Very important. To contribute cheerfully and regularly to the support of the ministry, the expenses of the church, the relief of the poor, and the spread of the gospel through all nations. Sometimes I look at us over here at Liberty Hill and we're just up. We're just a little church on the hill, but I believe that what we're doing is we're spreading the gospel through all the nations. Amen. I'm so glad that we've got people who are called by the Lord to be missionaries. We call ourselves missionary dads, but I'm glad today that we've got folks and we support a young lady uh, uh, here at the church that goes out and missions to the foreign lands, and we ought to always be willing to support that. Uh, Dr. Wilson and some of the doctors down there, uh, St. Vincent Priest and Ariana, uh, are continually, with their own money, going and, and, and giving relief to the poor in these countries uh, where they have needs. They're doing it. We ought to always be willing 
to support them and to help them in any way that we can. Amen. We also engage to maintain family and secret devotions. Boy, this is one I have to say over me to a lot of times because I find out that I'm doing more worshiping over here at the church than I am at home a lot of times. But it says, we also engage to maintain family and secret devotions to religiously educate our children. I want to thank the families of these four that are sitting here today because I know that y'all have done your part in trying your best to religiously educate your children. I know. And I can see that when they finally came to the age of being saved, I know that grandmothers and mothers and daddies and every family involved had labored and, 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 and had really labored to see that come to pass. And so I want to thank you for that. It makes it a whole lot easier on the church when mom and dad are doing their part, when the family's doing their part. My wife used to teach school, and I've heard her and other teachers say, it's a lot easier to teach kids in the public school when mom and daddy have already given them a little bit of a head start before they get there. Amen. So mamas and daddies, grandpas, uncles and aunts, we've all got a responsibility. I, I just want to, I thought about that as we was up baptizing. Oh, thank y'all families for loving these kids and for religiously educating them because we can't depend on the world to do that. That comes from the church today. To seek the salvation of our kindred and acquaintances. Everybody we see, we ought to be alike to them and we ought to want to see them be saved today. I'm afraid a lot of times in my life we get caught too caught up in the things of this world and we're not as concerned about seeing our kindred acquaintances saved. But uh, every so often I have to get the Lord to give me a vision of hell again. I heard Brother Roger Tankersley say one time, we just need another vision of hell. And if we'll get that vision of hell, I believe we'll have some go to you to want to see our acquaintances today and our kindred to see them saved. To walk circumspectly uh, in the world, to be just in our dealings, faithful in our engagements. Uh, let me stop right there. We, we live in a day and time where being faithful in our engagements is almost a thing of the past with a lot of people. Um, I don't know if y'all realize it or not, but there's places of business, businesses that a lot of times an employee won't even call in and say they're sick. They just won't show up. I hear that from so many places. Of course, they give them their walking papers when they finally find them, but some of them are so sorry they won't even come get their paycheck. But to be faithful in our engagements, when you tell somebody you're going to be there, be there. Amen. You're representing the church. I'm representing the church. Amen. If something comes up that you can't be there, be courteous enough and kind enough. Pick up the telephone and let them know that something's come up. Amen. How many times has somebody told you, I'll meet you there, I'll be there, and you ain't seen hiding the hair of them? We, as God's people, are held to a higher standard. Aren't we? Amen. We're held to a higher standard. So I want to encourage you, let's be faithful in that. 
uh, uh, today. If we say we're going to do something, let's do it. Exemplary in our deportments to avoid all paddling, backbiting, and excessive anger. A lot of times that takes biting our tongue, doesn't it? Amen. The devil would love nothing more for me to go around and say, you know what so-and-so did? You know what so-and-so did? And you know how rumors go. When one by, somebody tells one, by the time it gets around, more's been added to it. The Bible teaches us to avoid that. Avoid that. And I tell you, the best way to handle a problem, if you've got an ought with somebody, or you feel like somebody is doing wrong, instead of going to everybody else and talking about it, try going to that person. Just you and them privately and let them know. Do it in love. Don't go in anger or haste. But if you'll do it in love, you'll see the fruits of it today. So we, we, if you read this covenant, there's several things that we're held to a standard to uh, that we need to uh, stay with. It says to abstain from the sale and the use of intoxicating drinks as a beverage I think also, and I mentioned this last time when this was written, the drug problem was not as bad as it is today. So I think that common sense would tell us not only uh, alcohol, but illegal drugs that tamper with our mind and make us do and say things that we wouldn't normally do and say. I think that we could safely add that to it. And to be zealous in our efforts to advance uh, advance of the kingdom of our Savior. We further engage to watch over one another in Christian love, to remember each other in prayer. I believe today when we have prayer requests and somebody says, remember so-and-so, I believe it's my duty and your duty to try to remember. If you ever see me over here jotting a lot of times, it's because I don't have a good memory. And if somebody says, what I want to pray for them, I want to write it down where I'll remember the for Amen. We're further engaged to watch over one another in Christian love, to remember each other in prayer, to aid each other in sickness and distress. There's no point today in having a church member or, 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 or just somebody in our community, maybe not a church member, but somebody in the rural community that we know is in distress. I'm talking about real financial distress or sickness. We ought to jump out there and do whatever we can to be a help to them. And I see that in the church. I appreciate that. Today I see the love and the care that goes out from the church. To cultivate Christian sympathy in feeling, courtesy, in speech, to be slow to take offense, but always ready for reconciliation. The last Sunday night, uh, the Lord let me preach a little bit on blessed are the peacemakers. And this would go right along with that today. How, how your demeanor and how you say something to somebody. I know I'm rough around the edges. You don't have to tell me that. But our demeanor and how that we go about talking to each other, it ought to be in a loving way. We're family. Amen. We're a big family here. And so it ought always be in a loving way. And, and courtesy in speech, not only here at the church, but if we'll take that to the job site with us, boy, that'll go a long way. It'll go a long way. Even when somebody says something to you that kind of makes you mad, being courteous will go a long way. 
To be slow to take offense, always ready for reconciliation. We talked about that. Uh, uh, always ready to, to uh, accept an apology or to apologize. We have something here at the church called voluntary acknowledgments. And that's if somebody feels like they've done the church wrong, they can apologize to the church. Amen. <clears throat> and be mindful of the rules of our Savior to secure it without delay. We moreover engage that when we remove from this place, we will as soon as possible unite with some other church where we can carry out the spirit of this covenant, covenant and the principles of God's word. And I believe that what this said in the last part of this covenant is, young people, uh, I plan on staying around this area till I die if I have my choice. I, I, I've, I've moved the life for the last time. So young folks, chances are your jobs, and if you go to college or whatever, your jobs are going to carry you to different places. And uh, the old home place may not be the place you stay forever, the rest of your life. But what this part of the covenant does is says, teaches us that as soon as possible for us to seek out and find us a place of worship in our area where we can worship God and serve on the same principles of this covenant. And uh, I preach that to my son quite often. And evidently it's not taking hope yet, but I'm still preaching it to him. And uh, uh, I'm going to tell you something. The devil will tell you if you move somewhere else, well, there ain't no church like the church you was at. You may not find some place exactly like you was at. I preached at a lot of different churches, never seen no two that was exactly the same. But I tell you what, the Spirit of God is in churches around. If you'll just sit out and find where God wants you to be. So we encourage y'all just to stay prayed up. And, and when the tough times come and when the devil, y'all listen to me. When the devil tries to get in there, and he's going to try to get in there and cause y'all to do things that you ought not, y'all go back to the well that I preached about a while ago, the wells of salvation. Ask God for wisdom and understanding and for guidance, and he'll give it to you. You may not think you need it that much right now. When I was your age, I was indispensable. But you're going to need it. You're going to need it on down the life's road. I love you. Y'all can go back over and sit with your mamas and daddies if you want to. Amen. Uh, yes, we are. Yes, we are. Y'all need to train me for a pastor. I was going to let y'all go back to seat. One more seat. This is the part of the service where we where we come and, and uh, when, when they got saved, we gave them the right hand of Christian fellowship. But now that they become members of the church by baptism, we're giving them the right hand of, of church fellowship. So uh, at this time, if uh, Brother Wayne will give us a song. And uh, are there any announcements in any way? Anybody got anything you want to say? I got one. Uh, I just want to uh, remind the ladies, and I mean, so many of you might not have been here, but this coming Saturday uh, will be. Um, this Saturday will be at uh, a shower for Kayla Cameron Winfrey's baby shower. It's a boy, and she is registered at Amazon. Uh, 
registered in Amazon, but we're having her, our baby shower this Saturday at my barn. So uh, if you don't know where it is, just get to me. That I think most of y'all know, but it's from two to four. So just please try to come out and we'll have a good time. So just celebrate this little baby boy. Uh, Jace. Jace. Carm. I could. I just want to say what was that middle name? Carm. But yes, come and come out and be with us. We'll have a good time. All right. Let's all stand. And I want to thank the church for, for this has been a wonderful revival that the Lord blessed us with. And uh, if we hadn't seen anybody saved, it would have still been a wonderful revival. But I'm glad that I appreciate the church for reaching out and for having a concern for these children. And I want you to continue to. I appreciate what you said a while ago, Brother Bobby. Let's don't get slack. It's, a lot, it's, it's real easy when it comes to this point to coast for a little while and just to, to let things roll. But the work is still out there. For the fields are still white in the harvest. But the Bible said the laborers are few. Let us be some of the laborers that get out here in the field. Brother Wayne, the Sunday school class out here next Sunday. Since Brother Ricky gave us the overview this morning, we'll start Romans in detail next Sunday. All right. <laughs> Victory in Jesus, one to win. <laughs>